Welcome back to episode 8 of Batty Issues. I am actually taking a completely new approach to podcasting where I'm basically podcasting in bed because I'm tired. So if you're ever thinking of starting a podcast, let me just tell you, it's so easy And you don't need, like, fancy equipment. Honestly, half the time I'm just podcasting off my phone now. And it's just very, very convenient. Uh, So this episode is going to be part... It's a... I want to say part one, but it might... Part one out of two, but I don't know whether we're going to have more episodes... And this episode, I have invited Alex, who I used to work with in one of my workplaces in the boarding house together back in 2019. So we're going to talk about our entire experience um, working as young volunteers in an institution and all our salty ass stories but also our good memories of the place so if you're interested tune in because after the break he'll be back oh no not he'll be back he'll be here so follow the instagram account rate me five stars on apple and then come back and alex will be here see you later Hello. Hello. How are you? I am very hungover. <laughs> I will be entirely honest. Are you serious? Of course. It's a Tuesday. Like you should be studying right now. No, no. So at my uni, mm-hmm. we had Tuesdays off. Right. So, Monday nights are just for getting absolutely shit-faced. I mean, you do that every other weekend, so I don't know why it makes Monday special. What do you mean every other weekend? You do it. I do it every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I wish we... Knowing that our time would be cut short... Because it's the only way to get through uni. See, knowing that if I knew that our time would be cut short... We would have went out every weekend, wouldn't huh? Like, wouldn't we? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know if my wallet could have taken that, but yes, definitely. We we would have made it work either way. <laughs> um. So anyway, oh, yeah. as I introduced, this is Alex. Say hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I am Alex, yes. (laughs) Okay, and basically, Alex and I spent last year working together. Yes, we did. We we worked together for half a year before the pandemic hit. Don't don't even remind me of the pandemic. Go ahead. Yeah, what a shit show. But... (laughs) 
basically, <laughs> do you do you want to tell people how you got the job? And like yes. what what so you're originally from Canada, like what brought you to Scotland? Yeah, so I wanted to take a gap year after mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. Um so I was looking around at uh companies that facilitated gap years and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my best friend had found um, this company from Canada that would do that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I don't know, you just fill in information uh, in an application form and they will match you with a school that they thought you would fit with. Mm-hmm. And that meant that I got to go to Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so basically, Alex got matched to the school where I went to high school with. I went to high school in, but we both decided in the same year to take on this tutor position, which essentially, Mm -hmm. what did it mean? So, like, we were, um, you know, in charge of the kids at the boarding house. Yes. Uh, And we were unpaid, which was a little um, annoying. (laughs) <laughs> to say the least i mean they um, their rationale and they will continuously like they've used it for the past 10 years is that they gave us a room yeah room board and food yeah um yes but it was part of my contract that i could not be paid um but yes that that is the way it went i mean i i mean you come from money though so <laughs> I do not come from money. I come from a bit of money. I mean... I don't think yes, that job I... is for anybody who doesn't have money. No, you definitely have to have something. To yeah, because basically it sucks up your life and you can't take up a second job. Yeah. And if you do have, luckily have a second job, like <laughs> juggling it is like an act in itself. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, how did you feel about the job at first? I don't know. It was a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm a pr- pretty quiet person mm-hmm. uh, to begin with, and I know that <laughs> most of the kids hated me when I first showed up. I think you're very observant. Yes, yeah. I, I prefer to sit and watch for a bit yeah. before... Uh, dealing with children (laughs) (laughs) um no i enjoyed it uh it was definitely a great experience for the most part would you go like did Um, did this job motivate you to go into education oh god no (laughs) i am never becoming a teacher (laughs) if i never work with children again i can die happy I mean, but, like, I feel like we need to emphasize, right, before we get into, like, the shit show, that <laughs> the kids in itself, they were great. They're great the kids. Part, yeah. yeah, they're great kids. And the part that isn't good about this whole thing is the institution itself, in my opinion. I would have to agree with you on that. Um, the management also... is a joke. The management is entirely a joke, um, but I would say that there were some issues with the kids. 
um, that I feel like could have been resolved rather easily. I mean, uh, that... I, yeah, it, it depended on the kid. Yes, but yeah. for the most part, yeah, they were all great, and yeah, I am happy that I chose to yeah go do that. And you know what? Like, I, like... I I don't want the next segment to feel like we're like completely bashing this thing because no no like for me personally i i don't know whether i aspire to be in education anymore not gonna lie <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's more because i've seen how management is and yes. i'm like if i have to work with people like this then i don't want to be in the in in this institution or in any institution because yes. it is a backwards old-fashioned management that does not seek to continually improve no and that is and my I mean, problem with it no, and i entirely agree with that yeah but i will i will say that um in addition to i also worked uh in the school thing um pe and you enjoyed that so i had a better uh experience with Mm -hmm. other aspects of the school because i worked uh again in the elementary school and in pe do you Uh, know what i remember (laughs) what it was like every lunchtime like every few days you would come to me and be like i didn't know there was fucking rugby again (laughs) i mean and you're like I have to fucking go ask a child. Yes, I actively disliked rugby because I am a gay man. We don't sports. <laughs> I mean, no, it was more of the fact that you're like, nobody ever tells me these things. They never did. Like, <laughs> It was just that one person, though, that didn't tell you anything. Yes, so the rugby then... coach for that team was my coworker in the elementary school. Right. And he had my WhatsApp. But he would never tell me when we were doing anything. I love how you literally went to like six or seven or eight year olds. Yes. No. I had to ask the kids when our goddamn practices were. It cracked me up so much. Because he just wouldn't tell me things. It was so funny. Like, I just. (laughs) The worst thing is I worked in this man's classroom for a day a week. Do you just ever, like, did he just not like you? He liked me. He just didn't like me when we were at rugby because I will admit I was kind of useless. Do you not think, though, like, I don't know whether it's schools in general, like, because I've worked in other schools before. mm -hmm. I don't know whether it's a trend, but people there are so passive aggressive. I think that's just a Scottish thing. But I'm passive. No, I'm I'm just pure aggressive. But yeah, but that's you. Yeah, but, like, if you have a problem with me, tell me you have a problem with me. Don't tell me. Like, yeah. don't beat around the bush. Because No, and it was definitely just this school that I've had that experience with. But you have worked at more schools than I have, so. I just think, exactly... I, I don't want to say because, like, my friends are teachers as well. But, like, yeah. they're good friends of mine. And it's like, dude, they're bitches too. <laughs> like, what do we do? Yeah. We sit around at lunch and we, we bitch we about other people. We sit around drink people. tea and complain about children. Exactly. And I understand it because, I mean, like, we did it too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, there was kind of a catharsis to it. Yeah. It lets you get all that off your chest after a long ass day of dealing with children. Yeah. But like, oh my goodness, it was just, 
They but at like some the fact, point. The fact they did it about other staff members was what really annoyed me. Oh, they bitched about everyone and anyone. You I breathe mean... the same air as them, and they will bitch about you. Yes, it's... <laughs> it's so weird because now, like, we'll get onto it later on in the story. But now I see some of the teachers in town. Yes. And they won't say hi to me. Oh. Like, I'm the fucking black sheep or something. And my then supervisor has the gall to be like, um, to ask one of my friends, why is she acting very short with me? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Mm. Are, are you okay? So I mean, yeah. we, know, we know the answer to that. I mean... So. I mean, I, I've just been, like, thrown under the bus so many times. But now I look back, like, I kept, I think most of us, we kept our mouth shut in 2020. Oh, yeah. I was so going to let this, like, blow over and move like, on with I my was, life. I was, ha- I was happy to let all the bullshit that happened just be. But it like- just keeps popping up. Yeah, like there's no getting away from it. Because people just keep talking shit and the shit keeps coming back to me. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, dude, if I can leave the past in the past, these 50, 60 year old grown men and women should leave the past in the past. Why am I having to baby you? Yeah. But but it was it was like that when we were working there, too, that we should have saw that it would happen. I just think, honestly, for the first half, right? like up until christmas it was great it was great and everything that i didn't like i didn't say yes and then after christmas i don't know what fucking happened (laughs) oh i i think we know what happens i mean no because we can't say that because what's gonna happen is did you know i got fucking pulled in the room for saying that really yeah I did not know that. I got fucking pulled up for saying shit like that. Like, because I went against management. Because I had a concern. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So if, like, I think my anger is, like, proper. And I'm just like, you've known me for 10 years and you don't know why I'm angry at you. Oh, no. I think think your anger is entirely justified. Oh, they treated me like shit afterwards. And this is an organization that I literally... You grew up with these people. I did. I grew up with this organization. And when shit hit the fan, they threw me under the bus. Yeah. By the way, if any staff member listens to this, I hope you get this message across that they still haven't fucking paid me. (laughs) Because I took up an English teaching job after christmas and they didn't fucking pay me and do you know why i can't even chase up the payment why because there would be no proof that i sent them an email because they deleted my email account oh god so how am i supposed to say i've emailed it it'll be like he said he said she said so i can't even do that so they've owed me money for like a year now and i'm like fucking over it i'm like i'll make that money elsewhere i'm not poor but I'm just like, dude, if I put in the work, you better give me my money. But yeah. I don't know. We we got out of it, and I think that's the best thing. Oh, yeah, but okay. Like, as great as this was, it turned into a shit show, and I'm happy I'm, I'm not there. But I, I would honestly, if I went in knowing that all this shit show would happen, I would still go in because I met you. Yes, I met Clyde. I- 
and Clyde is amazing. Yeah. I fucking love him. Clyde is the best. Yes. I met um, Jorge, which we got off to a rocky start, but yes. we're still talking. And That's then good. I met Alice, who taught me that Alice, not Alex, by the way, <laughs> um, Alice, this Australian girl who taught me, you know what? Stand up for what you fucking believe in. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't just sit aside and play okay when it's not okay. So yeah. I, I think that was important because, like, I think for the first half, I felt like, oh, I'm unpaid. I'm living under their roof. I had to follow every rule. Yeah. But it wasn't the case. If something's not right, like, mm-hmm. then you should say it. And to be honest, you know what? We knew more about the kids than the supervisor knew about the kids. Yeah. And- like, I, I personally... Um, just became almost a therapist type person for quite a few of the kids, which was concerning because there's a school nurse on staff. There's so many other options out there. These these kids can talk to any staff member in the school and they should be able to drop everything and help them with whatever they're dealing with. Yeah. But the fact that it was left up to me, a 19-year-old kid at the time, really just didn't sit right with me. I will be entirely honest. I think it's just they don't have a system. They And you know what is the worst thing? You know how we always had those Monday meetings? Yes. It would somehow I mean, always come back always. to us. Yeah. There it, was just a lot put on the two of us. But like, it's I, like, I, well, I how is it my fault? Like, bitch, you can't do your job. I can't help you. Like, yes, we were two of the competent people there. But that doesn't mean that everything should be put on us. And like, yeah. I'm not discounting every all the work that everyone else in the boarding house yeah. did because I do like them all. Like, yes, but the we had tutors definitely did not get the support they needed. No, because we were primary contacts between those kids and the school, and we were so, we were honestly treated as glorified students in some ways. If you want to know the tea. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on instagram yeah. at baddie the podcast spelled b-a-d-d-y and go on to apple Podcasts and rate me five stars and after the break we'll come back and we'll spill all of it just for you guys yes back. hello you sound so fucking hungover. I am. Like, come on. I know. Why did you say recording on a Tuesday? But I did cancel on you on Sunday. You did. I was also hungover that night. Exactly. So none, no dates would have worked out when you I were mean, not hungover. I mean, that's not entirely true. It just doesn't. It just happened that I didn't have an essay this week. Oh, okay. Good for you. So, <laughs> let's talk about messy ass drama yes where do we begin Ooh, um should we start with the gym department because oh, that you can was a big st- i yeah i i don't know about that department so you're gonna have to take the lead <laughs> on this one yes so for most of the time i was at working at the school uh i was working in the gym department twice a week mm-hmm. um and for whatever reason like there were only two people on the staff that actually would talk to me like (laughs) like for just whatever reason they just didn't like me is this just a feeling like are you just overthinking it 
No, I'm definitely not overthinking it. Like, there were two specific staff members there that genuinely just didn't acknowledge my existence. They and... didn't even invite you for the end of term drinks, did they? No, they didn't even do that. <laughs> but the worst thing is they invited Clyde, who was also working there at the time, while he and I were sat in the same room. Are you serious? Yes. So my boss um, at the gym department and one of our supervisors, uh, who also worked in the gym department, uh, that lived in the boarding house with us, right. and then my friend, and then our friend Clyde, were all sat in a room in the boarding house. So she asked Clyde, "You coming tonight?" Then she asked my supervisor, "You coming tonight?" They both say yes. Then Clyde looks over at me, glances at um, my boss from the gym department. Just when we all just sit there quietly and it's just the most awkward thing ever. Then Clyde finally asks, hey, can Alex come? A solid 30 <laughs> second pause. And then my boss looks at me, glances up and down, and then just says, fine. Are you serious? Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah, she just did not like me and I have no idea why. Oh and- my God. I just thought she didn't invite you. I didn't know she was like that. And you know what? Like she, she has such a good reputation because like she's been here so long. Yeah. That's true for a lot of the staff though. Cause they have just been there for quite a while. They're just ingrained in the school. That's why the organization is backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even because they've been there long. I think it's just the fact that you have management who's been there like they're they're like freaking ancient. <laughs> and like I mean I don't yeah. know. What worked twenty five years ago does not work currently, like currently. No. And they should be able to see that. You know what I thought was pretty funny, like from our employment? Mm. Well, you so Alex has lived in Asia. Yes. And I think a lot of the staff members are quite well-traveled. I would say that, yeah. But then, you know, when COVID first hit the news, I remember some professional members of staff saying there's nothing to worry about. And I do, I do remember it being incredibly downplayed. <laughs> and um... that it was just like the <laughs> flu. <laughs> yeah. Um... And this came from somebody very reliable yes. in the school so i was like girl you're well traveled you've <laughs> seen the news about the sars back in 2003 yes like and you've experienced swine flu and you're here sitting with a bunch of 40 kids i know you have to calm them uh, yes, but literally too. you did not give them any steps they should take no. for precaution. No, there, there was nothing really done until it was honestly kind of late. And yeah. that, that is a shame. I Thankfully, nothing went wrong. Yeah. At least that I know of. And that's really all we could have hoped for, at least with the administration in that place. Yeah, which but is, I mean, it's a shame. It, it's such a shame because there, there could have been so much done before. Yeah. Like, I understand their whole game was that we have to keep the kids calm. Yes. But, but they also just wanted to stay open. Which, to like, be honest, was a crappy goal. Yeah. Like, that, that that's not what you need in the start of a global pandemic. And I realized we didn't know it was at the time. But I, I think it was just not a great response. 
I, th- I think the, the most disappointing thing is I feel like if you haven't traveled outside the UK, I feel like it's more of a understandable response. But if you've traveled yeah. and they're all worldly people, yeah, how would you not know about a pandemic? I mean, the kids too, because we were in a boarding house. Most of those kids weren't from the UK. I feel like they had, at least the older ones, had some sense about it oh, as well. Oh, yeah, because... Their parents pulled them out. <laughs> yeah. And like, was like, bye. Were, kids were leaving left, right, and center. And the school was still kind of not doing anything. They, they finally put some things in place just before I left. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that was, that was fun. And what else happened? Um, Bitch, I'm going to have to cut out so much because you're so hungover. And I literally <laughs> cannot have dead air. <laughs> no, the, yep. The Wi-Fi cut out. Oh, yeah. God! So I missed that. Which part did you miss? You said, when you said, um, choose one. That's the last, that's the first thing I heard. Okay, choose another, choose another situation to talk about. I mean, I still have more from the PE department, if I'm being honest. Okay, spill the tea, sis. So this, uh, instance is the one thing that soured the entire department for me. Right. Um, so that year uh 2019 um Mm -hmm. in november my grandmother Mm -hmm. died so i had to Mm. uh rush back to canada uh to go do her funeral and do things and that same weekend Mm -hmm. uh i was uh meant to take some of the kids down to a swim meet uh a Mm -hmm. few towns over and uh i told my boss hey look this happened in my family i can't miss it i have to go um, mm-hmm. she said okay but she made me feel like really guilty that i had, that yes i realized i'd committed to doing this for the kids and yeah. i would have loved to do that but they never yeah. let go of the fact that yes i had to pull out i i had something more important to go deal with and they never let that go and i i don't know it just soured the entire experience for me do you think that was also one of the reasons where in january when we got new tutors like you were like they told you oh you don't have to go to the gym anymore i think so yeah but also they had two new tutors to work there and yeah i know they they already didn't like me so they were trying to get rid of me yeah Um, i think it was just fuel on the fire I know, and I was happy yeah. to be out. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. I, it was fun. I would get some exercise. The kids were generally great, but that's. Yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't a great environment for staff. Yeah, like they didn't. They didn't and... even give me access to the building myself, the entire time. Oh yeah, you had to go through yes. Clyde, and we didn't work on the same days. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I. I mean, she. She. She and one of my supervisors were very typical, like, gaslighters as well. Yes. Yes. Just very classic, like, gaslighters. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I think you can talk for a bit. I've probably bored people. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, there was a new staff member that came on that was, like, 18, 19, Mm -hmm. and we kissed Mm. and I didn't think much of it like two consenting adults kissing I forgot about this god no biggie Mm. yeah did I not tell you no you you told me I just 
completely forgot that it happened. So basically, and you know the appraisals? Yes. yes. So she overheard this conversation. Like, obviously, things spread fast in the <laughs> house. Yep. So while I was doing my appraisal, she was like, if you can kiss an 18-year-old, how do I not know you won't go kiss the other kids like the boarding kids that were 18 because some of them turned 18 yeah and i was like what the fuck like Like, what what are you what are you being accused of first first of all you're prying into my personal life when you preach about professionalism which is already in itself contradicting itself and ironic Mm -hmm. so i remember like and there were other things in that appraisal like everything that could have gone wrong in that appraisal went wrong yeah and i came out and i remember it specifically telling you because i was so upset Mm -hmm. i was like this let's not call her a bitch (laughs) this (laughs) bitch this woman really tried to sit there and make like make it seem like to me it made it me seem like I was a predator yeah and like she was insinuating that honestly I got that impression too and I just not okay with it like and you told me to go speak to her the next day because I don't think that that was an really acceptable workplace allegation to make at least in that so I went to speak to her the next day and she was like I never said that Mm -hmm. you misheard me (laughs) i guarantee you let's call you karen i did not mishear you (laughs) i have i may be erratic sometimes but i did not mishear you claiming to me that i would do this to other people (laughs) so i had to walk out of there being like "Uh okay never mind yeah when I was like, seriously, I just felt so defeated and it just spiraled. Like that was the thing that like spiraled everything and snowballed and made me genuinely resent the place. Yeah. And it it just got so crappy. It, it's a shame because this person I actually had a decent relationship with. And other than some things she had done, she was a decent uh, administrator she's a genuinely and like she's, i she's think a nice person she's a good person like, yeah she just i don't think that that job was a good fit for her like yes i i lo- enjoyed working with her but i mean i did up until a point she was fun when she was drunk we were all fun when we were drunk yeah but like i i i was able to tolerate her more when she was yeah. drunk yeah but like i <laughs> i had to work with her on a regular basis oh god and like yes there were issues but i don't know it was a weird situation i felt like mm, i don't want to say this because i think this is an accusation to throw (laughs) but she definitely treated girls and guys differently oh definitely um i don't know why i don't know what alice and i did to piss her off so much because being her passive aggressive self she wasn't able to tell me and she still cannot tell me did you know i told you right a few weeks ago i ran into her no you didn't i didn't tell you i ran into her in the house because i was dropping off laura and basically she was like trying to like tell me something again like tell me off again (laughs) and this time i actually (laughs) 
I just laughed it off because I don't I was like, bitch, I don't work here anymore. Yeah. Um, if I if I know problems about your kids more than you know problems about your kids, then there's a yeah, then the problem is on yes. you, not on me. And like, it, it's a shame because genuinely, these are all for the most part, good people. It just there is problems with the institution itself yeah but i don't even know how they could rectify it anymore if they were to somehow magically wake up and be like let's change this institution for the better i don't think it's not something that can be done easily and i doubt it'll happen anytime soon which is a shame because i feel most bad for the kids that are still there oh definitely like the kids are there there are like there are ones but they're not none of them are like bad eggs no they're all good eggs like even the ones that were giving us like hassle dude it's like a teenager thing like we've been through it we understand so i feel like i it was like taking care of like a sibling we were literally in like an older sibling role that's why we were there yeah and yeah i don't know It, it it was good but there were issues and yeah. Honestly, that's just kind of to be expected in yeah. institutions like this. But I love the kids. Like, yeah. I remember they, they're so cute. <laughs> and some of them, some of them were, they, you know, they challenged you for sure. Oh, God, yeah. Some, some of them had a crush on Clyde. <laughs> some of them? Most, Most of them. <laughs> and then gave me the glare. <laughs> And I was like, what did I do? I did not do anything. <laughs> but yeah. Safe to say, my supervisor and I don't speak anymore. <laughs> no, actually, we do speak when 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 she sees me, she's like, hi. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Smile and wave, but I am so not cool with you. The best thing is, I can just see the face you're making. Of course you can. Like, I literally can fake it when I really want to. But yeah. towards the second half, I just decided not to. I was like, hmm, okay. It, it, was, it was too much effort, in all honesty. Oh it, my it gosh, was, yeah. It was like dealing with one supervisor is fine. Dealing with two is like a lot. And the two of them together were... Ooh. Oh, it was magic, <laughs> you know. They could, they could really do great things. <laughs> Just sit back with a bowl of popcorn. It's yeah. Beautiful. I currently, I think, given the situation we're in now, like a year on from, you know, leaving the boarding house, mm-hmm. I can safely say I have enjoyed watching everything unfold. Yes, definitely. It has been the gossip I have been hearing. <laughs> the, it's just, it's been great. I am, I am enjoying it. And to think at the beginning, I wanted to stay for like two years. Yeah, that <laughs> that changed pretty quickly. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what about you? What about your supervisor? She likes to gaslight you too. Yes. So I just have to decide which instance to bring up first. <laughs> oh, shady. <laughs> um, so... Um, her junior supervisor was honestly I liked her she was a nice person uh, when it was just like staff that that was really fun great person to be around no real complaints am I thinking of the same person that you are you should be okay we'll talk about this after (laughs) yes Um, okay 
But when I was on duty in the boarding house, or just out and about with just doing what we were meant to do, going out and sitting with the kids in our free time. Uh-huh. That was a mandate we had, apparently. Right. I started to get close to one student in particular. and Oh, I wasn't thinking of her. <laughs> and this student, um, to say, was going through quite a bit in her life. Um, right. And I don't know, people tend to see me as someone they can talk to because mm-hmm. I genuinely don't know. Um, because you're just a trustworthy person. Sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but um, I started to get close with this student. They would um, start telling me things. And I kind of started to get into this almost, I want to say therapist role, but like just someone that they could talk to openly and genuinely about their problems. Yeah. And supervisor or junior supervisor at the time huh. uh, had a particular issue with that because she said <laughs> that I was getting too close with these students Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it was my age um fact that i was a guy or whatever it was she Mm -hmm. just got really annoyed that i had like a gall to genuinely care about this student's well-being and because they don't care yeah like you know i would go talk to our supervisors about um certain things that she had said and uh, with the hope that I could actually get them to do something because mm-hmm. this kid needed some help. Mm-hmm. And I felt that that's why we were here. Mm-hmm. Like we're there to look after these kids. And mm-hmm. I was doing my best to help this kid who was kind of in a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And then our supervisors kind of got really uppity and started saying like, hey, you have to stop getting so close with the kids. Like, this is a problem. To be honest, though, and then there were people, around. there were staff members closer to the kids. Yes. Like, yeah. I, was, I wasn't the problem here. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to do what I felt was right. Yeah. And then I would bring these issues up with them. They'd say, look, you have to stop getting so close with the, with the kids. Like, yes, this is good that you're doing it. You can't do it in this way. And then the next day, they turn around and say, hey, you're acting distant. Like, why are you changing the way that you're interacting with the kids? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Do you, I mean, want, do you want me to have a good interaction with these kids or not? So. One point before all this blew up, she even decided to speak to me. Yes. To speak to you. Yes. She didn't even bring it up to me the first time. Yeah, she brought it up to me and was like, her rationale being that I was close to you. Yes. So it would be an easier conversation to have. Like, no, you are my boss. If you have to tell me something, sit me down and talk to me about it. You know what? I bet you 10 pounds that if we brought it up now, she would be like, I never did that. You know what? I mean, I wouldn't take that bet. I'll be honest. Because uh, I think you're just right. I'm not, I'm not losing 10 pounds for nothing. I mean, she was a character. Yes. And it's a shame because I don't, I don't really hold any ill will to anyone I worked with that year. I'm not the type of person that's going to be going to hold a grudge or be a vindictive little shit. As yeah. much as I enjoy doing it, that's not me. 
And yeah. I don't know, despite all the shitty, shitty things that happened, especially in the second half of that year, <laughs> I don't know, I would still probably do it again the exact same way. I would too. Yeah. And well, some of it, some of it. But like, obviously, I, I like, I think where we differed was that in the second term, like, I was going through a lot personally. Yes. So I like, completely shut down so i could have definitely handled that situation better and that would have affected how my work was done but equally they should have recognized that you were like you had your own things going on like you're you're a person like work isn't the only thing going on in your life and there should have been some accommodation for that as well and i think it's just i think okay let's do a prime example Mm. So, in the first term, guys and girls got equal hours of shift. Yes. Because there was a good balance. Mm-hmm. And then the second term, some of the female tutors had left. So, Alice Most joined us them. in the second term. And so, there were two female tutors. And how many guy tutors? Um, Too I, fucking many. There were five. Yeah. <laughs> the ideal ratio is 3-3. Three, three. Yes. It was 5-2. Yeah. <laughs> so whichever genius came up with this plan I mean, we, was like, we know who. Well, <laughs> let's just pretend we don't know who. <laughs> so we don't blame anyone because I am not about that life. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so whichever genius came up with the plan was like, uh, so our shifts normally were from 530 to 11. Yes. So we would do that once or twice a week. I think it turned into twice a week yes. honestly the shift pattern you know what was also wrong with the shift pattern mm. it changed it like it changed all the time oh yeah it was not consistent in any way like, there was no routine i don't get it Actually, during the like, week there was routine because i remember i was on every tuesday yeah but the weekends were just a shit show i mean it was just it was it was honestly like <laughs> at one point i i like i wanted to cry but it was like a half cry and a half laugh because it was just like I didn't even know what to do anymore yep but basically in the second part they were like in order to get this five to two ratio stabilized we're gonna change the guys shifts from once every week from 3 30 to 11 Mm -hmm. whereas the girls did twice a week 5 30 to 11 yes so you do the math. That's two extra hours for a guy mm-hmm. every week. And that's however many, like four hours extra for girls. Yes. And Alice and I had grown really close to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think mentally, we were just really heavily dependent on each other. Yes. And all we asked, right? All we asked was that at first we only asked basically for us to have one day off. Yeah. So that we could catch up with each other because the way it worked was Alice would cover Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I would cover Wednesday, Thursday. Yes. And then Friday, we'd be too fucking tired to do anything. Like we can't, we couldn't even go out. No, because like, there was such an e- unequal workload. And like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so basically, we asked for Wednesday. I think. It was like we asked for one day off and then we said we would rotate like hypothetically we asked for a Wednesday off mm-hmm. and then we would rotate the Tuesday. Yeah. And 
they said basically no and that's all we wanted to do was like fucking like so we could sit together and watch tv and mentally just reach like encourage each other yeah because the job took a lot out of us yeah like it but after four kids is a lot especially for people that are aged 19 to 25 i think it's important to like which they didn't realize was that we're still growing as a person yeah sometimes it was like their standards were impossible like how would i know if you didn't train me yeah like if you don't give me a manual or anything except for that 10 pages of filmsy paper that you call (laughs) a handbook how am i supposed to know yeah but after that so she obviously you know shot us down because what did you expect (laughs) So Alice and I came up with a second genius idea. Mm. We would take two, we would take an hour and a half off of our shift. So we would go from seven to 11 because basically from 530 to seven, all you need to do, right, is to get the kids in line and check off that they ate their dinner. Yeah. That is a one person job. Yeah. You don't need all of us around. Yeah. So we suggested this, Alice suggested this idea because she's a lot braver than I am. Yes. And then we got this very exciting group text message (laughs) where our supervisor was like, I am aware that the girls have asked for different shift pattern um, and then said all these things like the boys are going on earlier to play sports with the kids. But the problem with that was, um, like, me and two of the other male tutors were working full-time in the school in addition to doing the tutor role in the house. Yeah. So that meant days I was on duty, I would get up at um, 8 a.m. to go work in the classroom all day. Then I'd have, like, half an hour for lunch. And then the moment I got back to the boarding house, I was expected to be on duty until 11. You were expected. And I I don't think people realize that you're expected to, like, hide all your problems and just be chirpy. Yeah. like. But if you're fucking overly chirpy, <laughs> they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, they they wanted us to be a very specific way. And that was very hard with the way that they had. Uh, and let me just say, their not... fucking 10 pages did not tell me what to do. Oh, God, no. If you told me what persona I had to had in the 10 pages of crap you gave me, I would have happily followed. Yeah. Like, some instruction would, would have gone so well. But no. <laughs> no, we didn't have any instructions. No. And I mean, I'm, I, I think we're all pretty good actors if we wanted to. Oh, I think we definitely, well, most of us were. Yeah, I'd just tolerate <laughs> and then cry in my room. But <laughs> anyways, after that, the end of the text message, right? The same passive aggressive text message was that references will be dependent mm. on um, how you interact with the kids. Yes. And I was like, and then, okay, so this was one of my supervisors. Let's call her supervisor one. Yes. So then supervisor two had just recently come back from um, some seminar, wherever she went, right? To do some teaching seminar. Good for her getting that continue education. Yes. And then she was like, I spoke to other supervisors. 
<laughs> and they say one day a week is the minimum. Just remember, like something along the lines of just remember you're here and we give you re- free room and board. Basically, translated to Alice, no, Alice and Charlie, please stop being so ungrateful and stop complaining. <laughs> and supervisor one's message basically translated to Charlie and Alice, your reference after that depends on how well you perform. We will completely disregard any kind of information or however you acted before that, before <laughs> you launched. Um, you decided to bring up this topic because we cannot see past that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't understand where this double standard for uh, men and women came from in the eyes of our supervisors. It just... And that was what was fundamentally wrong with the institution, yeah. was that whenever we decide to bring up a point, we would get shot immediately down. Immediately shot down, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, dude... I don't know. I, I don't know whether to praise her or to, to like, I don't know. Like, I think, I mean, good for her for doing it over text because now I have screenshots. <laughs> yes. And I, I am millennial. <laughs> I screenshot everything. Yes. If you send it to me, I will screenshot it. <laughs> and I will have a file of screenshots. <laughs> Yes, yes. So it's like, hey, I have, I can back, I can back myself up. Yeah. And say that happened. And like, I don't know if it's honestly worth bringing up again. Like, we're out. It's just a lot of effort to think about again. Like, I know, it's like going back to a black hole. Yeah. As much as I would like to do something to improve the institution, realistically, at least me, I can't. I was I there like for, what, seven months? They... Yeah, they would have to want to change first. Yeah, and they aren't working. But hey, if they think what they're doing is working, good for them. Because, I mean, good on you. You you're you take money and you, you think you're doing a good job. Yeah. At least you're getting paid. Because <laughs> we ain't. All about the paycheck. Yeah. At the end of the day, I just think there was like this... And I think it was just the fact that, you know how basically they would... They would always, because we lived there for free, mm-hmm. they would always dangle that in front of us. Like, din, 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 din. If you yeah. did something wrong, they'll be like, din, 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 din. You're living here for free. Mm-hmm. I want to be like, din, 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 din. I don't need that reminder every five seconds. You're not my freaking reminder app. Yeah, but also, the boring house would not work if they didn't have the tutors. Yes, they're exactly. letting us live there for free. But you're getting our labor for free. We're looking after these kids. And yes, there were the matrons, which were all great. But they were so overworked. Like, without us, they that board so would not have run in any way, shape, or form. And we were there when they wanted to try a new schedule. Yeah. Like, we were, where we, we were had to take on more workload. We were fully supportive of what, of what they were trying to do. Like, yes, we had issues. But we still managed to make it work. And they weren't willing to acknowledge that and listen I didn't get so much as a thank you at the end no so basically I want to say after this all ended right Mm -hmm. so you know how my supervisor 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 yes and I have known each other for like 10 years yes so I thought it would be okay to put him down as my reference because I'm like dude I've known you for 10 years you know my character (laughs) 
And like you, like, you thought you were genuinely friends. Yeah, like I looked up to him as a father figure, which is why this whole thing was even more disappointing at the end. Yeah. Because I felt like I lost someone that I literally, like someone that actually watched me grow up. Yeah. And it was so shitty. Yeah. And then basically, all along, right, it was already said that I would put him down as a reference and he was okay with it. Mm -hmm. So I got a job at another school. Yes. Mind you, during the pandemic, during a recession. Mm -hmm. And the school was so close. Well, I had the offer. All I needed were two references. Yes. And he can deny all he wants. But (laughs) basically, I was editing my second referee's reference mm-hmm. letter. That's how I know he had, like, my re- my second referee, which was my former manager, had not sent it off yet. Mm-hmm. So my supervisor, 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 my father figure, <laughs> decided to send off a reference. And then I got a call. Basically, this reference was deemed unsatisfactory. Mm. So we're going to revoke the off we're, we're going to revoke the offer yes and in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of a recession it's just a really petty thing to do and he never once told me what i did wrong no and honestly I'm i like, i can't dude. see anything that you could have done wrong oh he commented on my facebook status as well it was like when i i think it was um oh, I graduated from my master's program. Mm. And he commented, well done. And my friend Sarah was like, I, can I comment back and be like, is this after you fucked out, like fucked her over with your reference? <laughs> I was like, it's okay, I got it. <laughs> but I was just like, honestly, I would have preferred if you told me before you were like, Charlie, I cannot write you a reference. Yeah, I a professional a professional courtesy at least this was my he knew right because mm-hmm. he's he is on facebook all the damn time he <laughs> knows mm-hmm. it's my first full-time job out of university yes and we are going through the economy is crap so for <laughs> me to have picked up a job yeah in itself was very like i felt very lucky I I was going to relocate for this job. Yeah, and just the fact that he would feel okay sabotaging that is honestly I not something I would have expected him to do. I felt like he had to, uh, I felt like he had the influence of my supervisor, my supervisor's supervisor. But very I mean, I I think to this day it's just like, dude, just tell me what I did wrong. It's just like even if they were to provide a crappy reference, yeah. Make sure I know about it. Mm-hmm. Make sure I know what I can do for the next job that I get. Yeah. like Not completely cut me off like that. No. And basically, he told my friend and was like, oh, I, I do think we could have handled the situation with Charlie better. Well, no shit. I'm like, why don't you fucking, t- <laughs> why don't you fucking tell Charlie that? Yeah. So I'm like sitting here like, and then... This is the same guy that has the audacity to ask me why I was short with him like a few <laughs> weeks back. Yeah. Why do you think I'm short with you? Because you're a two-faced, I know, it, a two-faced nice person. I don't know. This whole experience 
really opened my eyes as to how childish people are. Like, yeah, you're you're a you're a in your well into your sixties. Like, you shouldn't. Be no, he's not sixty. You're not a twelve year old girl. Like, come on, dude. He's fifty two or three. Calm really? down. Yeah, that man, it's not aged well. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, you know what? If you're going to ruin a 25-year-old girl's career because you don't feel like she belongs in the education industry, maybe you should have pulled her up and been like, "Charlie, I don't think you're really set out for the education industry." Yeah. Um and I don't feel comfortable writing you a reference, not writing her a bad reference and fucking her over with one of the most prestigious schools in Scotland. Yes. End of yeah. So, if you, father figure, ever stumble upon this podcast, I just want you to know, <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> I am just, it's 2021, and I just feel changed. You, you just have to forgive and forget. And I... Honestly, I've moved on. I have a great job, a great team. Um, I work with a good manager that doesn't freaking give me passive-aggressive bullshit. But I just want to say thank you. (laughs) And if you ever deny that you didn't write that reference, just know that while I got that phone call, I was on Google Docs editing my second referee's reference. (laughs) So... Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. I think, I mean, no, I just feel like, and I kept my mouth shut Mm -hmm. for the entire 2020. I did not spill any tea. So this tea is long overdue. It's been in my teapot for a while. Yes. I've just decided to break the teapot because, like, I don't need to please anyone now. Yeah. But thank you for such a good life lesson. (laughs) God, even my fake voice annoys me. (laughs) But thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Yes. Can we expect the next time you're on the podcast that you're not hungover because you're so fucking monosyllabic when you are hungover? I will make no promises. Oh my God. At (laughs) least let, uh, can we drink on the podcast? I do have an obscene amount of gin. So yes. Oh my God please um so we can expect you here next week yes and we're gonna talk shit again oh of course we're gonna talk shit and then i think we're gonna dive into maybe sexuality as well yes i would love yeah. that yeah and alex will be able to offer you a lot of insight oh can we tell the crazy sex story that happened while at work which crazy sex story you in the park oh yes Yes, we can talk about the park. Okay, I just want to say right now, right? It was off the clock. It was off the clock. It, yeah. 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 And we have to talk about that blackmail as well. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot to cover. So much. Anyways, okay. if you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at BaddieThePodcast, B-A-D-D-Y. So give this um, Apple podcast a five stars. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I will see you next Tuesday. Yes.
Oh no, not next Tuesday. Fuck. Some My podcast time. is on a Thursday. <laughs> I'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.